What up? Welcome to the Continual Growth Podcast, where every week we bring you tips and tricks on how to kill every day and own your fucking life. I'm Bawanka, it's episode 63, and you know we're about to bring that hot fire. So today, I'm joined by my co-host, Stir, a.k.a. Sturminator, a.k.a. Yes, Stir, a.k.a. Sturific, a.k.a. I think he's got some more a.k.a.s for today. I just got the Stir love a lot, because it's still February. Oh, shit. We're still spreading that love. Hope everybody enjoyed their Valentine's Day last week. Yo, um, so basically every single every single podcast, you, yeah, you got to bring a new one, man. All right, that's my challenge. <laughs> All right, Jaffe, you got to help me, man. I'm gonna get Jaffe to help me out with one of these. But um, yeah, how you doing, man? Happy birthday! Today's much a special respect, day. Much respect, my guy. How I'm, you feeling, man? I'm feeling. I'm feeling uh, another year older, <laughs> but you know, still feels the same. Another year wiser. Another year wiser. You know, 31 was a good year. Mm-hmm. Lots of learning. Now it's on to 32. That's and amazing, just, man. You know, every year just trying to trying to do better than the last. And how how have you started your day off? Oh man, my day started off good. I got up. Uh, I got my workout in. You know, okay. I got my meditation in. I did all the things that I need to do in the morning to. Guarantee that I'm gonna have a great day. So, so it's gonna be a blessed day for it's sure. It's gonna be an incredible day today. Amazing. All right. So before we get started, as we always do, uh, I got a review from one of our our listeners that I want to read out, um, and then we'll get into today's topic. So today's review comes from SGT Fit. I think it's Sergeant Fit. Uh, the title was Twenty Ones is where it's at, and he says. I have always been able to start new habits, but I found as I introduced another habit, the first one would fade. The 21s board and this podcast helps to keep you accountable and be able to add multiple 21s to your continuing habits. Great work by the whole continual growth team. Hey, big shout out to SGT Fit. Much respect. This guy, this this review was from a little while ago. He's been riding with us. We appreciate it. We see you growing, you know, and anyone else who... um, you know who listens to us uh, often? Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback, and we'll give you a shout out for sure. Hey man, we always love we always love the the reviews. We love the oh, yeah. shout outs, and the, he's killing it, man. I see him on Instagram, and he's just out here putting in that work. Yeah. I see his high performance matrix, man. He's getting like checking off every single thing. We see on you, there. Sarge. We see you, man. So um, yeah. Anyways, that's uh, that's the review for this week. So today. We're going to get into, we're going to talk about the struggle, the mm-hmm. struggle and how it's real and how mm-hmm. it continues. Um, I, before we get started, there's, so my sister's name, my little sister, her name is Aluta Continua. Mm-hmm. That's her middle name. And that actually translates to the struggle continues. So it's a real thing. The reason why she was named that is because uh, for those of you guys listening who may not know, um, I'm from Rwanda. So is Bwanka. And back in 94, there was a genocide against the Tutsi people. And when it ended... Uh, my dad, that's that's when my little sister was born. My dad named her The Struggle Continues because the struggle always continues. doesn't matter if something ended, whether it's a war, whether it's um, a job you lost, whatever it is, the struggle always continues. So mm-hmm. today, that's what we're going to jump into. I know you have some some great stories to share about the struggles that you've been through. Yeah. So let's talk to the people about that and how... Uh, how people can deal with the struggle and, and how it is a continuous thing that, that they can deal with to get better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, like it's my birthday today and I thought back like, okay, what was my life like a decade ago? Mm-hmm. And a decade ago, that was when I first made the decision to to go to the rigs and to try to get on the rigs. And I feel like... Hold on, tell people more what the rigs is. Because I know some people have heard 
episodes when you talk about the rigs, but maybe give them a little Yeah, and, it, and people are always asking me that too. Like, what's the rigs? Show me a picture of the rigs. And yeah. So basically what the rigs is, it's a, it's a, it's an oil rig, a drilling rig, okay. uh, mostly, mostly in Alberta, some in, in British Columbia. There's so many rigs too. Like, and they're all over the world. They're, they have some in the middle of the ocean. Those are called offshore rigs. Yeah. And the um, purpose is to, to dig out and get some oil. Yeah. The purpose is you're usually digging down, like into the ground. So imagine just like a huge, massive, massive, massive drill, mm-hmm. like, a regular drill, but way, way, way yeah. bigger. And then you have a bunch of people and machines running this drill so that it can drill 4,000 meters into the ground. Jeez. So basically four kilometers into the ground because yeah. that's where the oil is. Then after some people come in, they drop some some explosives in there. And then all the oil rushes into the hole that we created. That and uh, and that's how they that's how they pull it out. And that's how people drive around. That is wild, man. Yeah. Like, that alone sounds like a struggle, man. Just that, <laughs> that explanation of it. But so okay. this is um this job working this job. You're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you work outside every single day. The rig runs twenty four seven three sixty five. Doesn't matter if it's Christmas, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what day it is. The rig will run and then then you have three different crews so the first crew like there'll be two crews working and one right. crew on days off and then you rotate like one crew's in work 12 hours another crew's in work 12 hours someone's gonna be on the day shift night shift and there's always that that three three team rotation okay so hold on before we keep going let's let's even start from before like how did the rigs pop up on your radar like oh, okay okay where did that come from so before that, I was I was in London. You know, I had gone to school, played basketball. My my love for basketball fell off, and I just started working um, a labor job. But it was more of a more of a dead end job, man. I was making like not the money I was trying to be making. Mm-hmm. Still, still working like kind of hard. But um, at, at one day, Z, my boy Z, shout out to Z, shout outs to Z. He said, "All right, man." He's like. We, he's like, he knew people who went to the rigs and they went out there and they made a bunch of money. Okay. So he's like, yo, let's go to the rigs. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what, what is this rigs you're talking about? He's like, man, <laughs> just it's hard work. Um, you work a lot and you get paid really good money, like crazy money. Like he tells me these numbers and I'm like, that's impossible. How could they pay you that much money for just like for working? Right. And he's like, but this is, this is what it is, right? Yeah. And this is before you knew the details of what the rig yeah, was. Yeah. I had, I had no clue. Okay. I had no clue at all what I was getting myself into. Right. So then he's like, all right, we're going in two days. Uh, so it was me, Z, and three other people. We packed the car mm-hmm. and we had to drive the Canadian way. So it was like, it was, we planned like this is going to be a two day trip and we had to get there, uh, before 8 a.m. because we, you need this course to get onto the rigs, right? All right. All right. So, so we had to be there on to time be there, for that. Yeah. We had to be there before, before 8 a.m. So we left, um, I mean, we stopped, we stopped on the way there, like, and there's only, this is five guys and we're like 21, 22 years old and we're, we're not stopping for nothing, right? Right. We stopped on the, cause we were mad irresponsible back then too. Like <laughs> we left late. I mean, we had to, we went to Barry. We stopped to Barry only like two, three hours into the drive yeah. to get an oil change to, to drive across the country. Jeez. Anyways, at the time when we were getting the oil change, two of the guys that were with, they started like, Getting in a fight with each other. And we're like, yo, guys, we're driving all the way across the country. How are you guys fighting yeah. right now? We still, we still got like two more days worth of driving to go. Oh my God. But everything, everything was okay. And within no time, these guys were like, they were tight again, right? Yeah. So this drive was like, I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget this drive. Okay. Right. You're driving like it's, 
it's like you see stuff that you'll never see if you're if you live in a city or like wherever when you're like on this i think it's called the trans canada highway yeah like it's so boring it's so boring it's like there's rocks and i mean there's different views but the view is always the same for like three five (laughs) ten hours exact same view and you're driving for like 30 plus hours yeah and back then and i had heard about mooses back then right and you always see all these signs for mooses so i'm like Anytime I was driving, I was worried about fucking hitting the moose and, yeah. and not making it there. Damn. Anyways, we got there. The car, you know, right when we got there, the car broke down. Mm-hmm. We had to get the car fixed and still get to that, get to that class by 8 a.m. Cause if we didn't get to that class, also back then, like we didn't have like no, we didn't have money. So we were trying to save as much money as we could. We knew we had to be at that class by eight. Otherwise we're going to have to get another hotel for the night, yeah. do it in. And- Five days later. And that like, wasn't an option. N- no, there's no option. Like, we have to get to this class and pass this class. So we got to the class, like, probably, like, I don't know. Like, we were a little bit late. But anyways, we did the class. And in the class, they're telling us how dangerous the rigs is, right? I didn't mm. know, right? And they're like, this is one of the top 10 most dangerous jobs in the world. And there's this gas. It's odorless. And if this gas comes... No, no, my bad. It smells like rotten eggs. They're like, if okay. you smell it... um, Basically, they're like, if you smell this gas, run, you know, because if you don't, if you if don't you run, inhale enough of it, like yeah, it'll it'll do damage to you. Yeah, and you'll you'll stop smelling it, and anyways, it, it'll it messes up your brain, and like you could die. So right away, I'm so scared of this gas. Okay, so anyways, we we did the course, and then we're like, all right, time to get some work, and this is the middle of the summer. Okay, and we go to try to get some work, and they're like, um. No, you guys, you guys can't get work. There's no work here until, until the winter time. We're like, it's the middle of the summer, man. Why are you guys talking about winter? We need to start working right now. We don't have a place where we're going to be staying. Right. Like, there, there's nothing. Anyways, we found out there's no work. Um, and I ended up flying back that exact same day. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, two, two other people came back the next day and only one. Uh, only one person ended up staying and actually got onto the, got onto the rig. So he got on probably like three months later. And he got on, and then I was, and he told me, man, the money out here is crazy. You got to do this work. So he he got on, and he had started working already. Yeah, he got on. And he started working. He had to okay. wait like three three months before he got work, but he got work. Okay, so wait, you went back for three months? So I went back to I went back to to London. That's for what I'm saying months. for three months. Yeah, for and three this, months. So okay, so now at this point, this whole time, like. You're obviously like, yo, I need to get work. I need to whatever. Like, what are you thinking? What, what's- At this time, I had got closer to the money. You know, I knew uh, the okay. money was there. Okay. And I'm like, oh, man. And then when when my friends started working out there, I'm like, this guy is making not- like he showed me the paychecks. I'm okay. like, this so is, that's kind of what real. motivated you to be like, all right. Yeah. He's I like, can- this is for real. And he's like, and you can and he's like, you could do this work. I'm like, all right, man. Well, like. I guess I guess I'm gonna do it, and I'm like, how am I gonna? I'm gonna go out there. I'm not gonna know anybody. I'm gonna be in the middle of nowhere, but whatever, man. I'm I'm gonna get out of my comfort zone. I'm gonna do it. So see, that's amazing to me because like back then, how old were you? Like twenty? I was like twenty one, twenty two, early twenties, and I guess it's almost like you had your almost like you had your backs against the wall, mm-hmm. right? Your back against the wall because at that point you were like just there were there weren't that many other options. So this was like going getting out of your comfort zone, going to this unknown was kind of like. All right, man. Maybe something good will come out of this. That's. Yeah. I don't know how you like at that time. Is that what you were thinking, or were you just kind of like? I was just like, man. I hope I can get some work. That's it. Just, okay. just give me some work, yeah. and I'll be good. Yeah. So then, at this time, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go back there. And uh, another friend, he wanted to go too. And I'm like, all right, let's let's go. And he's like, well, I'm gonna drive. And I'm like, <laughs> bro. I'm like, bro. 
There is no way in hell I'm driving across the country again. No way, no how, no. I love that. I just because I wrote something <laughs> down that said like learning from your experience. So yeah. that, that's basically what happened right yeah. there. You're Any, like, no way. Yeah, no way, no how. Anyway, so so um so I'm like, I'm going out there, and he's like, Okay, I'll meet you, I'll meet you out there. And he drove, I think one of his friends went with him or something. But anyways, I got there and I was by myself. I rented a car and I started driving. I started going to all these different places trying to trying to find work. And at this time, I told you I was by myself and I had a rental car, so I'm like Man, I might as well just sleep in the car. Mm. So I slept in the car. I, I slept in the car. So what I would do, I would sleep in the car. And then I would go stay at a motel for one night, like try and check in in like the morning. And then I would go back, sleep in the car the next night. And then I would kind of have like my rotation yeah. so I could get my shower in and, you know, kind of have some comfort. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of back and forth between that. And then um, he got out there. We, we shared the motel for a while. Um but this motel was like, this was like the worst. It was called the airport motel. And it was, it was hell, right? It was like, it was terrible. I remember I got bed bugs one time. Damn. We had to move to like a different room. Um, but at this time, like none of this seemed like really crazy to me. This yeah. is just like, I just going through this shit because I'm trying to get somewhere. So yeah. whatever I got to do, I'm, I'm going to go through it, whatever. I like that. I like that. So I'm going to stop you just for a second because, uh, basically what that tells me is you, you started to, Although maybe you didn't even know you were viewing things differently because a part of the struggle is like it, the struggle is never it's always an ongoing battle of like, yo, you're dealing with things. You might be moving forward, but you're struggling. So it's not easy mm-hmm. necessarily. So for you, like bed bugs, that's fucking that's whack. That's not easy. But, you know, whatever you went to the next place and you were always somehow moving forward. So I just want to let people understand that the struggle doesn't just mean like it's over. It's done. It means that. It's not easy mm-hmm. for sure. There's going to be things that you struggle with along the way, but you know, whatever mentality you had at that point, which was, you just said, like, I didn't even feel like it was that you just felt like these things have to happen and I have to roll with the punches. So, yeah. So anyways, so anyways, me and him, we weren't even out there that long, like as long as we expected uh, a couple of weeks, whatever. Anyways, we got work. We got work in Saskatchewan. We're like, yes, we're going to Saskatchewan. We're going to be on the rigs. We're going to be nice. So right then, and it was like, all right, you guys are working. You start tomorrow morning. It's like a six-hour drive, and this is at like 5 p.m. Wow. So we're like, all right, we got to get in the car and start driving right now. So we go. We drove to Saskatchewan, and uh, the next day, and uh, mind you, like, once you get off, so you're driving to to Saskatchewan, right? And when you get there, you got to go on like some side country roads after right, right? right. and to when you're the on rig. these yeah when you're on these country roads bro this is like yo i was terrified right because all you right. see is like pitch black there's no street lights mm. anywhere you're in forest it's rural area it's, basically yeah there's like no... you, you can't see anything and you're on um what's it called gravel it's gravel oh, okay, gravel okay. roads everywhere yeah yeah um, so we're driving, man. I mean, I remember I kept seeing all these crosses everywhere and I'm like, man, is there people dying out here or something? Like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> it just <laughs> looked like, like something, movie, yo, yo, that's what it looked like. It looked movie. like something from a horror movie Damn. and we're driving, driving and, and it's like, there's not even street signs. It's like, go Land- landmarks. No, yeah. you go, they give you directions, like go yeah. 10 kilometers oh, wow. and then turn right at the, when you see like the big tree yeah. and then, yo. Know, Turn, go five more kilometers, turn left. That's Anyways, wild. we ended up getting to the rig. The rig was filled with mud though. So like the car couldn't even make it on the rig. Anyways, we got there on the rig and uh, first day of work, I go to work and check in and it's like, bro, 
all redneck guys, like all redneck guys. They got chewing tobacco in, just smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Ah, what the fuck's going on, brother? Yeah. Like, and I'm like, whoa. You must have felt like really uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, I was like, well, where am I? And they talk to you like you know everything that's that's happening. Like, yo, grab this. And and they call it a cocksucker. Grab the cocksucker. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. And then, and, and the Riggs is like a, a, a hurry the fuck up kind of mentality. So hurry the fuck up. Grab this. Hurry the fuck up. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I just got here. I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's just mud everywhere, man. I didn't have the right shoes on. I didn't have the right equipment. Like, wow. it was, it was, it was rough, right? So the first day, two days, man, they weren't that bad. But the third day, the snow came and I definitely wasn't prepared for the snow because I had these Walmart boots on, right? Yeah. And these boots were like $40. Everybody else has on boots that are like, Two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars yeah, because they're, they're prepared. They're, they're they prepared, knew, right? Yeah. So mine started getting holes in them. So it started snowing. Man, I had to put like a a, a jacket on. Like it's not even. Yo, I was not prepared at all. I was wet, cold, feet wet. Like just struggling. Like I'm like, no, this is what I have to do every yeah. day. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it, man. Mm-hmm. And then I remember, like, yo, even like when you're just trying to eat lunch, they're like, when you eat lunch. You're, okay, basically, you always have to be working. So they're like, yo, don't let people shouldn't even see you when you're eating lunch. And I'm like, what the fuck is going yeah, on right now? Yeah. So I had to like go in some like, basically, like it's where we where we do washing the clothes and hide and eat. And, there. Yeah, you're basically hiding eating. And I was eating like Chef Boyardee from a can wow. with a with a like, a like using the top of the Chef Boyardee as, as your eat. spoon or and, oh, yo, man. and I thought about it. And I'm like, yo, this is my life for real. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then that was, that was like, that was like my first week. And then, bro, to make it matters even worse, it was fucking Thanksgiving, right? So Jeez. I told you the rig's always working. So Thanksgiving, we did our shift. And at night after that, we're like supposed to go to like the boss's shack. Well, like shack, wherever, yeah. where he stays. And we're going to have like a, a dinner. So we went there, started eating all this stuff. And like, like I said, it's all redneck. So for me, it's like, it's really hard to just hang out with these guys and like yeah. have similar conversations. Right. So I'm just there, whatever. And um, the boss, the like the highest guy working there. I don't. Still to this day, I don't know if he said it, but he said something, 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 nigger. And his wife was like, "Bob," and I'm like, "I swear to, <laughs> I swear this guy just said that." Wow. Right. And uh, and they, they tried to play it off like it was it was nothing, right? Yeah. And anyways, two days later. Me and the other guy that I went with there, he's another black guy, he got fired. And the mm. day that we got there, another black guy had just got fired. Damn. So three black guys fired in one week. I made it. Yo, I got a nice paycheck though yeah. after that one yeah. week. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck, now I have no work again. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what am I going to do? Should I go home and just shut it down or should I like try to find work? And so at this point, like you, this is like how, how long now? Because you did a week of that crazy hell shit, and you figured that out. Then you're there for another week. No, I did. I just did a week. Had to bounce. That was it. It was just that one week. So okay, you made that money. You went through this fucking hell week. What's on your mind? Are you like? What's on my mind is like, yo, should I keep trying to do this? Should I try to find another another like rig, or should I just call it a day and go find work back in London? Because like. The reason why I'm asking that too is because like you went through this process, you you I think you found out at least maybe at the end of that week that like, yo, I could do it. I know I could do it, but can I sustain? Like, can I do this again yeah, and was, again was, and again? It was, it was hard, and I'm like, yo, I don't even know if I even want to do this. Like this, because to me, this is the only thing that the rig has to like. This is what the rig life is like. Mm-hmm. 
So anyways, I ended up going back to, we went back to Alberta to like, to, to decide what we were going to do. Um, the guy I was working with, he got, he got to found another rig like pretty soon. Um, but for me, I had to wait a lot longer and I mm -hmm. ended up staying at a friend, friend's house. So this, I was staying at some guy's house. So I a, don't stranger, know, a stranger, a stranger, yeah. Sleeping on his, on his, on the ground, not even on the couch, sleeping on the ground. And I just had my phone beside me. And every day I'd be looking like, yo, did the rigs call? Did the rigs call? Did the rigs call? Yeah. Every day. Finally, they called me and I, I found work and I went to this, the next rig I was on and it was way better. There wasn't mud everywhere. Like they had matting so you could actually walk around. It was in Alberta. There was like a couple guys from from Edmonton, so like city guys, and yeah. I'm like, yo, this is this is heaven compared to where I was before. Yeah. And they would give you food. I didn't have to fucking eat the chef boyardee wow. like uh, with, with the with the top of the can. Yeah, so it was way better. So you must have uh, like already just from hearing this story, and I think people are gonna feel the same way. Is uh, like just kind of going through that struggle and like waiting it out mm -hmm. was worth it. Yeah. Almost to a point yeah. where like, once I once I got there and I, I started working, then I was like, man, this is way better than the last place. I mean, it's still hard ass work, yeah. but it's way better than the last place. And so it was good to be like, yo, I went through all that shit before. So now I can I can be grateful for what I have exactly. now because there's a lot of people that That's would come come first time and go to that oh. rig or a better rig and they'll just complain the whole time because yeah. they don't know how how much worse yeah. it could be. So it was a blessing in disguise. That's what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it allowed you to view things differently, you know, because like yeah, a small win is better than no win. And in that case, man, your wins, any win at that point was a was a win because you were in hell, man. That sounded like the bro, worst shit ever. Bro, it was terrible. You know, so it was, it, so yeah, that was like probably like one of the hardest things I had, to, and that was just to get on the rigs. On the rigs, there's there's pure shit that that happened to me. Yeah, but like maybe man, that's a story for another day. Yeah, that's, we'll get that's it for sure. That's a story for another day. But just getting on the rigs is like I will never forget that. And like so, you, I I can fully understand that. I had to, there was things that I had to go through okay. to build that strength to to get to the next thing to get to the next level. And what and what would you like? That story is incredible because it, it there's so many elements of it that I think people can learn from and take away. But what would you say to someone maybe who is currently going through a similar struggle? Maybe not the rigs, but you know other aspects of their life where they feel like what the hell where they stop because i remember part of your story where you stopped and you're like this is my life that's the crossroads right yeah. so what there are some people who are going through that in other aspects school work relationships whatever what kind of like message would you would you share with them man honestly you just gotta you just gotta look back and think about like okay why did i start on this fucking journey mm -hmm. in the first place mm -hmm. you gotta think about what's the reason why i started is it worth it to keep going usually it's it's worth it to keep going sometimes you have to you have to change or maybe you have to modify what you're doing yeah but one thing that you always have to remember is the only way you're gonna fail is if you quit mm -hmm. if you keep pushing you're gonna make it yeah i think another thing too is um you know there's there's struggles in all areas of life you know there's still struggles today with race with gender equality, there's so many things, right? And I think these are things that um, they have to be acknowledged first. So people have to understand that, that these are real struggles. It's not just like hearsay. But then also when you acknowledge these things, you got to speak up about it. Because like a lot of us, and I'm not saying like I'm 
you know, we're all guilty of this, I feel like, or have been at least, we stay quiet or we're neutral and we feel like that's the right answer, mm-hmm. not to speak up about it or deal with any struggles that you're going with. So I think that's something that has to change. People should be be okay with acknowledging the struggles that you're going through. Speak up about it. Reach mm-hmm. out to people. I think that's also important. You know, in your case, this is like an individual struggle that, that that's it's a little bit different, but I think when you put struggle together all in one, mm-hmm. these are important things that you have to look at for it. Um, another thing too is like, so there's this thing, problem solving, right? There's problem solving and then there's solving problems. Yeah. It probably sounds like the same thing, but I like to look at it differently whenever, when it's anything, it doesn't have to be, in this case, we're talking about struggle. So if you struggle with something, be a problem solver, meaning don't just solve the problem right away because there's a way that you can do things quickly and solve a problem, but yeah. maybe that didn't solve the total problem. Maybe it's solving the problem now, but it's going to affect you later. So when you problem solve, you look at the whole thing. You look at it long term. You look at – you analyze it as best as you can. You assess it as best as you can, and you figure out, okay, how can I solve this so that it's forever a, like a problem that's been that's solved, yeah. not something that's going to come back. And I think that's what people have to do too. Just be a problem solver. Don't just solve the problem now quickly because hey something could come back to bite you later on you know it could be whatever but yeah man so that's that's is the struggle is real the struggle that's- is real man the struggle is real just yo just keep pushing that's all it is like and that's what i would think because there was a lot of times i went through like really really hard shit and all i would just think is like come on man just keep pushing you're gonna get there keep pushing you're gonna get there keep pushing you're gonna get there and yeah. when you get there you're like, holy fuck, man. Thank you. Like, yeah. I'm so happy I kept pushing. Okay. I went through all this shit. And you don't realize it at the time, but like, it makes you so much stronger. Oh, yeah. I think like there's three words that come to mind. I like to use them a lot. Um, I learned them from, from, I think just my experience growing up, from my, from my mom, from, you know, my friends around me. And it's, it's just to always to, to be patient. Number one, because even through your story, that, that was a big part of it. Although maybe you were just being patient for hours of the day because you're like, fuck, man, I don't know if I next tomorrow if I can do this. But still, that's part of it. Uh, Staying hopeful. So just always looking forward to, you know, there's 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 better days that are coming ahead. Mm -hmm. And if you look for good, you will get good. That's another thing. So it's perspective. And then the last thing is just stay happy, man. Like you said, at the end of the day, that's what everybody wants. If you can uh, and, and you create your own happiness. So if you have that positive attitude and that mentality. Um, the struggle will still be there, but you'll be able to deal with it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. For all of you guys that are going through the struggle, just stick with it, man. You're going to get through it. Things are going to get better. Life is going to get easier. Mm-hmm. You're going to get stronger. Hey. And you know what it is. If if you're someone who's, you know, you're motivated and you just you need some you need some help creating that path of, of where it is that you want to go and how you want to get there. Make sure to contact us. We've got growth coaching. We'll be able to help you out. We'll help you create goals, decide the type of life you want to live, how you're gonna live that life, and help you start moving towards it. And lastly, if you guys are enjoying these episodes, please, 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 we do ask that you rate and review. You know we love them five stars. Yep. Tell a friend about it. Each one, teach one. And until next week, oh, we got to add one more thing. Oh, yes. Uh, sorry. Before before the, the last line, I was getting ready to say <laughs> it too. Um, so March 27th, uh, our fourth growth talk will be taking place. 
Uh, it will be for those of you in the Toronto and surrounding area, downtown Toronto at RYU on Queen Street. Um, look out for a post on our social media. We'll be talking more about it. We'll have an Eventbrite link for you guys. But yeah, our fourth, our fourth growth talk, 7 to 8.30 p.m., Wednesday, March 27th. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll keep talking about it throughout the week on our social media as well. Come out. We're going to be out there talking about uh, create how to create happiness through growth, talking about goal setting, habit building, and all that good stuff. So, And until next week, kill every day, hand on your fucking life. Bless us!